Episode 6, The Space Between. It's frightening to discover we are all parts of a greater machine. The ant knows nothing of the dwarven boot, the dwarf knows little of the gods, and even gods can be surprised from time to time. Our heroes find themselves deep within a mountain, hurtling through tunnels in a hollowed-out spider, propelled by pulses of God knows what. Enjoy the ride. Welcome back to Girls Who Don't D and D. I am Corey, your host. With me tonight are Indy playing Freya. I'm Stacey. I play Karin, and I'm Lana, and I play Morrigan. It's just three girls, a dragon, and a handful of dice. Some guys telling stories. I'm sure they'll be nice. be monsters, monsters, and magic, and fire, and ice, but it's mostly three girls, a dragon, and dice. We ended the last episode deep underground in a series of chambers linked by tunnels of varying sizes, tunnels that filled with rhythmical, pulsing torrents of rushing water that also seemed to have a bit of spectral magical sense about them. Rather than build a raft from the list of materials that I listed for you, our heroes hollowed out some giant mushroom spiders they had killed and then stuffed them with themselves to ride out the next tsunami into the next chamber, where they hoped to find a way out of the caves. They did this because a rather rude quokka told them that this was a possibility and that they believed, as we say in Australia, quokkas never lie. Never. (laughs) However, as the waters burst into the chamber and the spider sub is blasted towards an outward-bound tunnel, the strange vessel is already feeling a little bit... Moist. Ew. <laughs> I'm definitely pissing my pants because we're in a spider. <laughs> I had a dream the other night that I... <laughs> it's about I spiders, I feel bad. <laughs> but I went to an open house and it was spiders everywhere and they, then this huge one crawled out and he started watching a movie on an iPad. <laughs> and, and the real estate agent was just like, oh yeah, these are the pets, they just come with the place. And I was like... <laughs> And then you're away. There is water seeping into your spider. Perception check. (laughs) I hope it's drowning. We're in it. What I roll? You've rolled a two on (laughs) your perception check. Uh, You are aware that it's wet. (laughs) (laughs) A damp toe. (laughs) (laughs) My Jimmy Chews. Nine. A nine. Two toes are wet. (laughs) (laughs) See, we know how this game works now. (laughs) And a 12. At this stage, all you can tell is there's definitely water coming in or something that feels like water. It could be blood for all you know because the problem is you have pulled the spider sub. Perception (laughs) check. 14. 14. We're going up. Oh, do you have any of that underwear left over in your bag? Can we use that to plug the hole? That's an endless supply. All right, it's definitely water. Okay, it's it's water. But can we tell where it's coming from? Uh, inside, well, it's coming from outside the spider to the inside of the spider. Okay. <laughs> like, is there a hole? Did we not perception crouch it? Perception check. After 19 perception checks, uh, you have discovered that there indeed is a hole in your spider. Dear Liza, dear Liza. And you are going to need to fill it. We're going to need to fill it. All right. With grass. Which never felt like a good idea in the first place. How does someone ever think the straw is going to... I don't understand straw well enough to figure out how to fix a bucket. How would you like to solve your problem with the leaky spider? I like the undies. Well, what else do we have in that bag? Because you're the one with some... Oh, do you want to get me the mare hand and just stick it? You can just poke the hole. Mm. And if it doesn't fit, we can use two fingers. We can bend it. <laughs> and guys, why are you laughing? Come on. 
<laughs> Come on, guys, be mature, please. <laughs> guys, we're trying to play a serious game. <laughs> oh, good. I didn't know what you guys were coming up with. I just went, just, just stay still. Don't move. They can smell the, they can smell the fear. <laughs> I think us as a group have decided we'd like to use the mayor's hand to just like plug the hole. Plug yeah. the, All right, yeah, so the finger it. from the mayor's <laughs> gross hand goes through the hole and plugs it. I've just decided he had fairly chunky fingers. <laughs> All right. Inside the spider sub now, the, the hole is plugged, uh, but it is pitch black, and Freya, all you can think about is the darkness. The sounds of your friends fade, the roar of the water rises, and you feel trapped. It reminds you of your time on the streets, a time when something went wrong. Freya, tell us about that time. Oh. Yeah, I'm like throwing you guys in the deep end this week. Oh, okay. A time in your life where you felt trapped growing up. You feel like your character would have been trapped at some stage. Yes, definitely. <laughs> Go ahead and tell me about what happened. Okay. <laughs> it's got a serious myself. Okay. When I was younger, when I was when I was learning how to transform, I transformed into someone I thought I wanted to be. But once I realised I didn't want to be that girl, I couldn't turn back. And then when I was when that person was being adopted, they thought it was the correct person. I actually went with them and I went with the wrong family and I was trapped. And there was no way I could turn back. Oh, that's so good. Did it take you a long time to change back or did you just leave? Oh, no, it was once I um, come across another, sh another shapeshifter, they helped me. That's only half true. There was no friend for Freya, but when children are forced to fend for themselves, it can be of no surprise they find quite remarkable ways to go on. For Freya, the silence in her new home was unbearable, broken, as it often was, by sudden fury and sudden fear. She kept to herself partially because this new family thought something was wrong with her. They hid her from guests. They left her alone in distant rooms. They even considered boarding school just so they could extend the distance between them. All because she was slow to respond to a name that wasn't hers. In the silence, she built a world of sound. Musical memories, she called them. Harmonies from a place forgotten. They began to fill the hollow places left behind. But when that was not enough, the little girl added one more thing. A voice. She called it Thine, with absolutely no idea where the name had come from. Thine whistled when they spoke, smelled of burnt leaves or something similar, and sang whenever she would, the low parts. Thine taught her how to hide, how to move her hands so they could not be seen, how to read a face, and how to change one. And when it was time, Thine taught her how to run. Kari? At first, the darkness and the enclosed space threaten to overwhelm you, but then instead, your other senses heighten, particularly your hearing. As the water scratches and hammers your boat, you hear voices. Is this is what this they're, this talk this they're talking about? Can't, can't be. Can't be. Leave her alone. Leave her alone. Bring her closer. You must understand. You must understand. Don't scare her off. Don't scare her. You must make her learn. You must make her learn. You must make her learn. It is our way. Let her learn. It is our way. Way is what brought us here. Our way is what brought us here. So you would have already heard that. So you're hearing a lot of voices coming from outside this thing. Outside the thing, yeah. This is spirits in the water of my people. I'm going to jump in. What? Sorry? Yeah, I'm going to jump in. They're like, let it come closer. I'm like, I'm coming, hon. What, you're just going to like kick the top off of our vessel? And I, I, I did not expect that. <laughs> jump, jump in. in. All right. I don't think I'm going to drown. Are we submerged? But we might. I can't I'm swim right now. I'm jumping in. I'm going to jump in. Okay. okay, she's gone. She's okay. in the water. 
for the record, Morrigan at this point literally goes, no, nah, but can't get anything else out because she's already gone. <laughs> gone. Just impulse. I haven't told the girls. I've, I've only heard the voices and I'm just like, I've just jumped over the side. At the end of the day, like, I've been with, like, bears who share my spirit and I'm like, you know what? This feels right to me. I'm jumping in. Put a leg over. I've jumped in the water and I'm just going to breaststroke it. I've been watching the Olympics lately. I'm going to breaststroke it. <laughs> With the That's how most people learn like, how to swim. I'm going to immerse myself in that situation. <laughs> Just watching the Olympics. Yeah. I know. You should see how good I am now at clay shooting. <laughs> oh, you should see how good I am now at gymnastics. Pole vault. I'm phenomenal. <laughs> That's where my brain went. Pole vault. <laughs> All right, so you're in the water. You're shooting through the water really fast. Uh, you can definitely still hear the voices. And they're the same as before. They're asking you all, they're saying a lot of things at the same but time. But they kept saying, bring her closer. I'm Some closer. of them did. Some of them said, don't do that. Well, I'm closer. But you're in now. So, but they're I'm still, in. you know, they're just all whispering. In, babe. All right, what do you want to know? All right, I'm here. What do you want to tell me? They all speak at once. Do you know who you are? You come for us. You're one of us. You free us. There must be a way. Freeing us will be enough. Death free us. It's holding us. How, how did you, you survive? Us? Must stop the new survive. Centuries. If she rises, she died before our time. Understand? Stop them, please. There must be a way. They flow behind the door. We should go back to our ways. Must never live along the shore. Must do something. Perception check. <laughs> but they do. They all speak at once. 18. Uh, so there's lots of noises crossing over and you're trying to pull one out and just focus on one. An 18 perception will give you a chance to do that. One of them tells you, um, where. Did, one of them just says, how come you're still alive? I don't know. Realistically, I've only been alive for about three days since I woke up. How old are you? How old are you? 400. Jesus Christ. I'm looking at myself, I'm thinking I look pretty cute. I'm thinking about 27, but could be older. There haven't been any of us for 400 years. Then I'm 400 years old. You look amazing for Thank 400 you years. so much. It's 400 years, everyone. She's just like <laughs> one of us. There's been none of you for 400 years? Not since they wiped all of us out. Oh, man, I'm sorry. I woke up three days ago with some really hot chicks. None of us know who we Who's are. Who's they? Who wiped you out? Who wiped me out? No. The Silver Gauntlet Army. Oh, the Silver Cause. I know, but just so we understand that you know. You tell me in your words what you think the Silver Gauntlet Army are, is. Are you saying you don't know who the Silver Gauntlet Army is? No, I'm saying army. I know. I just want to make sure that we have the same Silver Gauntlet Army. The army that came through and grabbed us and took us from our homes and dragged us out into the streets and massacred thousands upon thousands of us all over this land. Yeah, that's the same army. Morgan... Hun, I'm just, I'm discombobulated from being in this water and also... Well, you shouldn't have jumped out in the first place. I did. I got overexcited. Can we, can we so start sorry. to think things through? There are giant spiders in here. Like, it just, I can't lose <laughs> someone else. I feel like I've lost a lot of people already. Right, I don't know I'm it. I'm so sorry. I'm very impulsive. I... <laughs> I was, I've got so many questions because I was a bear, you, I was a spider, I was a rat. Why did you jump out? Because I have these voices and they were like, closer, don't come closer. And I was like, I'll settle this. So I just jumped in. Falling voices. Anyway, Morgan, help out. I, they're asking me a few questions, but I'm confused. Can they guide us out of here? Can you? Yeah, good call. That's a great question. Uh, roll me another perception to see if you can isolate one of the voices again. What did you roll? Five. Uh, instead, instead of being able to hear from someone clearly this time that you wanted to hear from, instead you're hearing from someone else, uh, a different Ooh. voice, and it says, "No, hold her here. Don't let her go. Make sure she understands. It's their fault. It's their fault. Just grab her. Just grab her. We don't need the others." What do you want me to understand? And then you shoot out into the next cavern. Oh, thank God. The voices stop and the water slowly continues on without you. Are we all together? You are all together, yes. None of you are drowned. Ah, oh, great. 
The cavern itself is much like the last, uh, some thick reeds, jutting rocks and boulders, the occasional mushroom, and a grotesque pulsing lump of red mucousy flesh on the cavern wall, complete with oversized veins and a coating of viscous fluids. And then a loud howl echoes through one of the tunnels, like a wind whistling through wires. You know you have 15 minutes till the next surge. I'm just over like touching the viscous on the wall, just like just poking just it. Just like poking it and I'm just like going, ugh. Not even with a stick. You're not even no, poking it. No, no, I'm just like touching like girls, look. <laughs> Ew. Uh, give me a perception. Everyone can give me a perception. I thought you were gonna howl back at the the howl. Yeah, there's some howling going on. Seventeen. Yeah, eight. Don't forget to add. Whatever you need to add, so that's a perception roll. Also 18 then. Here's what you've realised. The howling sound is coming from a tunnel nearest to you. It's a different sound to that caused by the water. Earlier on you heard the sound of the water and you knew that it was coming. This is a totally different sound. And as it closes upon you, you can actually identify multiple howls, overlapping sounds. Sorry, are you going to tell me that viscous is or not? It's it's definitely alive. Whatever it is, is living. But I I should say, living in a way that doesn't feel like it's actually capable of thinking or anything. It's just some sort of growth. Yeah, yeah, you probably shouldn't have touched it. I, I mean, did, though. You did. I mean, <laughs> like, yeah. And I've, I've been in Morgan's face, too. I'm like, go <laughs> look. Come on. <laughs> I'm sure there's, like, still water puddled at our feet. You can probably rinse off. The howling sounds quite frightening. This is not howling as in, like, wind just going through trees. This is, like, some sort of ghostish sort of... Uh, it's the middle haunting, of the night and I don't... Haunting, eerie howl. Haunting's a good word. Like, this is a creepy place. I don't like ghosts very much. So is there just one... Um, like access between Ooh, chambers. Yeah, there are multiple exits where we are. There are multiples. There's like, it's often seems to be two ins and two outs, if that makes sense. Yep. So two tunnels mm-hmm. into when you when the water comes yeah. in, they come through these ones and go back out the other ones. Do we know which way the water's going out? Because we're following the water going out, yeah? Yeah, you'd be looking towards uh, across the other side of the chamber. And it's not... It's well, look, we're talking like north, north, east, north. <laughs> and which one's the howling coming from? Yes. Okay, so the howling one is actually coming from one from behind you. So it's coming from the direction you came from. Oh, okay. Oh, let's just keep running. Way. Sweet. You know you can't make it through the next one until the water comes along. You can't just start running through because you're not going to get Yeah, because it will drown. Because, yeah. Have we still got our boat? A hollowed out spider? We do have We have no water to drive it in at the moment. <laughs> okay, guys, what we're going to do is we're going to flip the spider back over. We're going to hide under it. It's going to think we're a spider. Oh, let's poke some holes through it. So oh, we can wash the holes. Girls, we need it to float through the, like, the water. No holes. We, we don't want too many holes. Okay, so what we're going to do. Okay. Six holes. <laughs> Raya, great idea on the hole style. Get started on those. And then Morgan and I are just going to kick back and have a break while she does that. You do have the sort of deception. That does seem like something that would make holes in things. I was going to use my finger. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> the like sword of deception sounds like a great idea. You can use the finger of deception, I suppose. I'm not really if you're sure gonna, about that. If you're going to use like a finger, we could just use the mayor's. Oh, we could. It doesn't matter if he gets dirty. Oh, yeah, you want the mayor's hand? Perfect. I'll just get it. All right, here. You have to poke some holes at that, Thank doll. Thank you. All right, so you drill some gross holes using the dead hand of a human being into the body of an oversized spider. Works. And then you, and it works yep. every time. Do and I need you, to roll for that? And then you're going to hold. No, I'm pretty <laughs> sure that's just a strange thing you do. You have the natural ability to do. You're I like, thought I've, so I've, too. I've, I've done this before. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Give me a stealth check anyway. So stealth is one of your skills on there. Everyone can roll that. It's another d20, and we'll see how well you manage to hide or or get there because the howls get closer. Two plus five is seven. Oh dear. 
I'm not very stealthy. You are extremely stealthy. She cut the holes too big. <laughs> Yay, my new dice is working out. All right, what do you I got? I rolled an 18 with my new fancy dice. So Fun and I are fine, and we're just going to let Freya go. All right, so what happens is, uh, just as you're looking to, di- and to hide in this spider, uh, Freya, you, um, you <laughs> quickly look to get in there, but you, you, the things are coming through the tunnel already, whatever they are, and you panic and decide to hide behind a rock. Oh, great. Uh, which is only a mid-sized rock, so you're kind of just standing there awkwardly. <laughs> And I can see his four eyeballs looking at your shot. Can I can I put a minor illusion around her so they don't see her terrible attempts at hiding? You can try to make her look like something. A boulder. Okay, so <laughs> now I make her look like a boulder. <laughs> Finally, your years of drama school are coming back. <laughs> Go and stand over there and be a rock. <laughs> uh, Karin, what did you roll? A thirteen. Uh, yep, you slide into that into that uh, hollowed out spider, and you are looking out the little holes, and you rolled higher than that again, didn't you, Morgan? Eighteen plus one. And Morgan and I just like look at each other, like, what is she doing? <laughs> What the hell? What are you doing? <laughs> so six white apparitions, fairly ghostly, uh, ghostly in colour, but appearing as nothing more than embodiments of the wind, so you can barely see them. They hurl themselves through one of the tunnels and launch themselves towards the pulsating mass. For a moment, they attach themselves. Within moments, one of them has begun to decay, so the creature that attaches it to it is white, but it starts to go grey. Uh, the white, becoming grey becomes right, rather delicate, almost uh, see-through, and then it turns into a vapour. The others just move across to cover the gap that's made. So I probably shouldn't have touched that goo. Possibly shouldn't have touched So that I would goo. like to perception check on my fingers. <laughs> <laughs> you look down your fingers and they seem okay. They just, uh, you know, it doesn't look much different to if you'd touch something like a slug in a backyard and go, okay. ew, it's gross. All right. Yeah. Are they still howling? Uh, they've stopped howling and there's pretty much no noise they're making at this stage and they just seem to be destroying uh, the... The, the goo. The thing. Oh, so they're Okay. So can we like, try and get Freya back under the spider? Look, Freya. All right. Yeah, I'm so scared. You whispering. <laughs> Freya. No, no. Telekinesis. Don't we talk to each other? You, oh, you can actually talk through doing. your tattoos. Okay, cool. That's what I said. Yeah, yeah. But before you do that, you go, Freya. Freya. And then more Freya. Morgan like, nudges me. She's like, bitch, telekinesis. Look at that. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And you, Freya. Freya, use your tattoo. <laughs> come out for my rock like position <laughs> still looking like a rock so now you are a moving rock bitch roll over here <laughs> so everyone give me a stealth check oh jeez <laughs> 14 15 2 again like <laughs> 2 <laughs> so I very obviously walk over with my arms <laughs> waving <laughs> and just like skipping and la 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 <laughs> Do you think they can see me? <laughs> uh, so the creatures look around for a second and see a large rock. Uh, your foot <laughs> slips and they notice the rock tumble. The good news is it looks just like a rock tumbling to them. Uh, but one of the creatures turns and for a moment it howls and it draws the attention of the others. Six ghostly faces stare at you and then they turn back to the wall because you're just a rock. Karim, what did you roll? Good call on that. Yeah, great call. Because <laughs> I am not stealthy. <laughs> I think it was a 15. Uh, and Morgan? Nine. A nine. For some reason, your foot knocks some pebbles under the ground. They could not be louder as they roll backwards outside of the spider. Oh, the tension. Uh, in slow motion, they clink and clack towards the cavern floor. One of the creatures peers back from its purpose. Everybody roll initiative. <laughs> By the way, they do not know that Karin's here yet. And they don't know that Freya's here yet. Yeah, because she's a rock. They're just looking at a spider <laughs> on the ground that they think shouldn't be there. Seven. Six plus three, nine. Um, nine all up. Uh, so they turn around and 
charge towards the spider husk, uh, and the first one pushes straight through it and knocks it over, which makes it clear that there are two people be- behind it. <laughs> uh, you I look have a quick up question. Yes. Wide-eyed. <laughs> what, are, what are ghosts theoretically, hypothetically scared of? Not much. Um, <laughs> Can't you just make us all rocks? I think that works really well with Freya. It, minor illusion. I mean, we were pushing it to make a rock. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but you at the guys. same time, I love what it did, and it um, and and I love the fact that currently, right now, the sneak, the person who's failed the most stealth rolls. <laughs> Is the one who they can't see <laughs> and could possibly sneak up and do your good old-fashioned sneak attack uh, because you rarely get to do that without being seen because normally you're going, hey, 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 sneak attack coming. <laughs> hey, I'm going to do it. This time I'm going to do it. <laughs> uh, so these creatures come flying off the wall and go straight for Morrigan. There are five of them and they are all trying to hit you. Do I get to defend myself or is this they get to go? <laughs> you may not need to. <laughs> Wow, these just add up. One, two, three, four, four. Excellent. I just rolled five dice. <laughs> Nothing higher than a four. So apparently they come over and lightly caress you with wind. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so she just has like a slight shiver. She kind of just goes, Yeah, you do cold. feel. It is does feel terrible. There's definitely a shiver down the spine oh, as they okay. go straight past you, but you can tell they're actually capable of flying. So they're above you looking down and looking and trying to figure out what the hell you are in the first place. Right. Good news is, Morrigan, you are next. Okay. So, did they try to attack me or did they try to work out who, like, what we were? They definitely tried to attack you. Sweet. I'm throwing Firebolt at them. <laughs> 15 plus 5. Excellent. That's definitely going to hit. So, you're going to hit the first one. Let's see how much damage you do. 5. Yes, they are indeed resistant to fire. So, the fire goes through them, but you do also see that some of it feels like it hurts them, uh, but it doesn't quite do as much damage. When things are resistant, it does half as much damage. Okay. Uh, next turn is Freya. As a rock, <laughs> and I should point out as well, you've got to remember what you guys were from last game. You still have skin of stone. You can still throw an axe and have returned to your oh, hand, and you still have to insult people a lot, and you're farting hysterically. <laughs> I forgot about the probably, farting. That's yeah. what gives her away as a, as a boulder. <laughs> it farts like... I don't think they're meant to do that. Hey, Frank, did you hear that rock fart? <laughs> no, Steve, I did not hear that rock fart. I don't know what you've been drinking in. Something smells fucking right. <laughs> Sulfur. <laughs> All right, Freya, what would you like to do? Can I um, shape change into them? Uh, no, they're non-corporeal, so they're more gaseous and those sort of things. You still have to be mostly human. Can I fart change into one of them? I am, I am more <laughs> your gaseous. Farts, your gas is not sentient. So you can, quick, my gas, turn into a ghost. Well, this game fucking sucks. <laughs> just like, you let, just me, sorry, let me just check the rule book for that. I think it's on page 58. Um, I'm going to sneak attack then because obviously... <laughs> Definitely there are ones that haven't paid attention to you. Yep, <laughs> yep. don't know what's going on with your um, gas. So I need to roll, D20? Yes, you do, D20. Six plus six, twelve. Uh, Freya, your sneak attack hits. How much damage do you do? Five plus six plus six. Okay. Uh, you slice straight through the ghost and it vanishes. Ooh. Oh, that bloody sword is fantastic. Does it come back? No, it does not. Is it my turn yet? Is it my turn now? Yes, Karin, what would you like to do? Seeing this, I am like looking at Freya, I'm like, Oh, now I'm pointing at a sword and I'm pointing at my axe. I'm like, yeah, I think there's a similarity. So I just chuck it to boomerang back to me, but I'm going to go through all of them. I'm just going to You're going to try and put it all the way around. I'm barely going to acknowledge it. I'm just going to like throw it and then I'm just going to put my right arm up to catch it. And it's just going to circle around and get them all. 
<laughs> and then we're just out of here. Uh, that would be a multi-attack, which you do not have, but I think it's fun. Uh, okay, I'm going to let you do it, but at disadvantage, because it is a really hard thing to do. But I should say, you shouldn't get a chance at all to do this. So the disadvantage will be, if you manage to get a hit on this, I'll then let you roll five to see if you hit the okay. remaining five of them. Come on. Natural 20. A 19 and a 15. So, 20. Okay. So somehow you leap up and <laughs> decide it. to hook this thing all around the room and it's going to hit all five of them if you roll five hits for me. So five D20 and how many you add up, how many hits you get, I'll let Pass you Pass them over, ladies. Five D20. Shorter 20. Here you go. Thank you. we got Alana's dice in here, so that's a good sign because they roll well. They're so pretty. We've got a 17, a 12. Holy shit. A 1. A 15 and a 19. Four out of the five hit. Yeah. <laughs> Which is still amazing. Yes, it yeah. is. Yeah. Okay, so roll me some damage and we'll do those We'll do those all as one just because we decided it's going to go through the middle yeah. of all of them. So my damage is a 12, isn't it? Yeah. A d12, yeah. Oh, that's going to be... 10. They are all still alive. Why? Oh, what? Uh, that was a pretty damn good hit. It was an amazing hit and it's extraordinary. Uh, but they, they have a little bit left. Uh, it is the spirit's turn, and they all seem to be rather heavily damaged and hurt and surprised in a way. You can see that they do have sort of spiritual faces. They are shocked that the damage has come from you. They're looking at you as though, why would she do this? And it's almost like a sudden realisation <gasps> of what you might be. Oh, no. Uh, oh, now I feel terrible. <laughs> you just killed your people. Oh, shit. Uh, they seem to fly <laughs> together for a second and huddle, and then one of them comes straight for you. And it slams straight into you and inside. Okay, great. So now we now we got a dialogue. Karin, <laughs> uh, you feel suddenly warmth, safety. You feel connected, uh, perhaps even cared for. You feel like you belong, and this is new for you. You haven't felt like that for quite some time. It's almost a forgotten feeling. It's been so long. What would you like to do? Uh, can I communicate with it? You can try. Then I'm going to try and communicate. With what it. would you like to say? I'm going to be like. Sorry about that axe. If you can hear me, I'm so sorry. Uh, been a huge few days. Uh, we can get into that later if you want over a drink. But Jesus Christ, it's been a freaking few days. I actually don't know who I am. I just realised I'm a I'm a druid. I'm starting to get the sense you might be a similar kind of situation. Dead things in alive things. Is there anything you like to say to that? You hear no response at this time. But you still hold on to that axing, huh? <laughs> <laughs> The others all fly out of the tunnel the way they came in. Uh, all right. Uh, with the creatures more or less dealt with, I guess, unless you've got any other ideas. But you... there's one in her. What but do you mean I'm dealt feeling with? pretty good about it. I'm like, I'm actually just telepathing over to you, like, don't worry about me. Like, I have never felt more loved. Got a bit of a buzz and going. Accepted in my life. I feel better than when I had those mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> Soul within her struggled. He had so much to tell her. He'd wanted to show her his life. Days of joy near the homestead, a partner lovingly holding his hand, watching children run in the long grasses of the plains. Days of hardship too. Difficult seasons, cold winters, but overcome with the warmth of the community, the kindness of strangers by name, not by action. A family spreading beyond physical boundaries, connected through immaterial strings of the spirit. But something stopped him. He would call, but she would not hear. He would whisper, he would bellow, he would holler, he would sob. But from within this sheath, no sounds broke free, and she heard nothing. He wanted to scream, I am here, I am someone. But there wasn't time, and she could not hear his pleas. So he waited. 
if you could not show her life, show her death instead. So at the moment, each of you have a very small percentage. You'll lose the abilities you got. Okay. All right, we're at a very small percentage at the moment. Bart basically didn't make you roll for it each time it happens. But next time, when you use the axe that flings back to your hand, uh, we'll check to see whether or not you, it loses that ability. Next time you insult someone, you'll see if you have to keep doing that. And if you use, if you get hit, basically, because you have stronger armor at the moment, mm. stronger skin, because you're still merged with the lighthouse of sorts. Okay. Uh, you hear the waters approaching soon, right on time. It's been about 15 minutes in this little area. Uh, what would you like to do? Get in the spider. At this point, I'm actually just sitting in the spider. I'm just like looking at my nails. Like I don't even care. Yeah. <laughs> I like polishing my axe. I like look at my thumb and just like polishing parts off. It's a nice the time. Fresh underwear and we're yeah. cruising we're through. We're feeling pretty good. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Let's see if we can ruin that fresh underwear. Okay, so we're back in the spider boat, getting ready to leave again. Somehow this thing is still pumping along. The spider boat isn't looking good, but as the water rushes in again, it lifts and swirls towards another tunnel. You pull what remains of the spider lid on top and try to seal yourselves in. The speed of the spider boat increases. The last light from the cavern blinks and darkness fills the gap. You crash and collide through the tubes. This one seems faster than the others. What remains of your vessel is swiftly being torn asunder. And I only say that so I get to use the word asunder. (laughs) The top of the spider is torn free by a low-lying stalactite and water starts splashing over the sides. And then you feel something move inside the husk. Okay, let's do perception check. I need to go to the toilet. (laughs) (laughs) I could be be some (laughs) time. Just hear the car start and driving away. (laughs) Uh, Everyone roll me a perception check. Freya, you will be at disadvantage. Why is Freya at disadvantage? Because she's getting scared because she's eating the spider. Ten. Ten. Did you roll two? No. 14. So 10. 6. So 10. Okay, 6. 1. Morrigan rolled a 6. Karin rolled a 1. I did what I did. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the dice tell their story. And in the end, Freya, with disadvantage, rolled the best at 10. Anyway, Morrigan, something seems to tickle your toes. It's probably nothing, right? Quite pleasant. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a strength check at disadvantage, which... Again, you already suck at, so... Well, this is the dice that Cooper gave me, and he said it would be lucky. What do you got? Uh, 18 and 2. Okay, we'll come back to that in a sec, because I'm still finishing off the first perception check. Karin, the same thing seems to be happening to you as well. Something seems to be moving around inside this spider with you. So something is... Okay, so something obviously is wriggling around and going down our feet and all that kind of stuff. Around the ankles, that whole thing. Uh, Freya, you think there's more than one of them and they're a little bit wet feeling, um, thin and quick. They move really quickly and one of them grabs your leg. Give me a con check. Four plus two, six. A six for constitution. This is pushing you over the edge. You are freaking out. Yeah, I thought so. This is driving you <laughs> wild. Inside a spider and stuff's trying to grab at you. Karin, can you give me a strength check as well? Sure. 14. Uh, Karin, they try to grab you, but you don't go anywhere. They do manage to drag Morrigan out of the spider boat, which is a problem. It's a problem because I can't swim. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Karin, you hear voices, wrong one, you fool, wrong one. (laughs) Yeah, because in their world, you just roll dice. No, not roll the one. They they grab the wrong one. You mean for them? <laughs> oh, they're they also said roll one. Roll no, one. like what? They, no, they're just saying to you, wrong one. Got the wrong. You're hearing the voices. Thing. Uh, wrong one. You I got think the wrong anyone one. listening to this would, he- would have heard roll one. I can hear how you heard it. So, Curry, you hear them say wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> Very clearly, you hear the word wrong. Mm, 
very right. precise. Yeah, you're like, geez, that was enunciated perfectly. Did they have training? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, gosh, the diction is perfect. <laughs> Girls! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Morrigan cannot swim. Yeah, uh, I sink like stone. How are you going to solve this one? I'm just going to swing my axe over the edge, like, grab on, babe. I don't know if she's fast enough to grab that, so let's give me a dexterity check and see if you can, and thinking fast enough to grab an axe that just came into the water. But yeah, hey, let's see. It'll be great I'm if you can. Fast thinking. I was the one that saved this one from throwing herself off a ship. Yeah, that's because that was slow thinking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ten. A ten. Mm -hmm. No, unfortunately that mm -hmm. did not work. Great idea, but no. I'm getting eaten by a spider, aren't I? You're freaking out, yeah. so I don't know what your solution's going to be. Um, shield? Can I shield from whatever's going It's not a bubble. You can't, it's not like you're going to suddenly put her in a bubble around her head. No, no, not quite. What about around me? <laughs> you can absolutely put a shield around you. I think I need it. I'm freaking out, man. <laughs> Do you have any mushrooms left that she yeah. could have to calm the hell down? I've got a bag full of drugs, doll. What From do you what need? I've learned about this sort of stuff, I think when people are paranoid and freaked out, taking drugs is probably not the right, <laughs> right option. But I'll leave that up to you. I have heard stories gone wrong. I'm not a doctor. <laughs> I want to make that clear. I am not a doctor. But I probably wouldn't prescribe hallucinogenic mushrooms to someone who's freaking out. <laughs> That's going to be a rough oh. trip. <laughs> um, yeah, can I just shield myself up? Sorry, oh, sorry, sorry, so fuck Morrigan. Sounds about right. She just can't right now, okay? She literally can't right now. Tell me out. Or you hear Morrigan is through the tattoo voice in your head. I just can't right now. <laughs> this is beyond me. Even. I'm drowning. I can't. I just can't deal with you. Can't. Shield me up, boy. We've got a problem. <sighs> yeah. Okay, are we back to my turn yet or, or Morrigan's uh, turn? We're up to Morrigan's turn and mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. it's okay. Mm -hmm. You've only been underwater for a small period of time so far. The water is still pummeling you along. Just because you can't swim doesn't mean it can't push you along. Yeah, I'm not as heavy as stone. I just can't. But swim. if you're under here for too long, you will take a level of exhaustion. That makes sense. And at this stage, all the hands that were grabbing before are completely ignoring you now. Oh, because they've realised I'm not what they wanted. I can hear Freya just the chaos in her head right now as she's put herself in a shield. And so I telepathically uh, ask Corinne to break her out of it, get her back with us because we're going to need everyone um, and I'm wondering if I can use my teleportation my misty step to get myself back in the craft I love that idea, how far can you misty step? I can misty step up to 30 feet, you're going to misty step to the back of the craft, to the craft enough to be able to touch it kind of thing, yeah you can grab on Okay. give me a dexterity check okay. with advantage because I love it Okay. before I try this <laughs> just just Thinking it through, I'm also going to tell Karin that I'm going to try to misty step to the craft. I don't know if I'm quite going to make it. Give me a hand, maybe reach out the mayor's hand to help me out um, in case I need a. But isn't it plugging, plugging the, the boat? hole? I mean, <laughs> I'll get you your stick of pieces. Yeah, that's still in the hand. Do you remember oh, your, stick, your, your stick my, of pieces? My, my, stick of many, the staff of many pieces. The staff of many pieces. I'm grabbing it. Thank Anch you. Ankle bite of the staff of many pieces comes out. Okay. Yeah. Karin holds it over the back so you've got something extra to grab onto. That gives you advantage. I rolled two tens. All right, what's your dexterity again? Plus one. You got it. You grabbed okay. onto the stick, but now you are basically being dragged along behind this. You <laughs> <laughs> can, I get, can I get enough leverage to, like, what is it where they're, like, they're like standing on the water behind the... Wakeboard. Wait, did you roll two are you tens? wakeboarding? <laughs> you rolled two hands. You grabbed both sticks, and now you are still being dragged behind. Yeah. Now it's a fun time so for all. So you are just surfing behind. <laughs> 
behind this spider boat. <laughs> Let's end this as fast as we can. You shoot out into the next cavern. Ah, <laughs> uh, fantastic. Well done. So you're bursting out of this tunnel, get shot through the air into a new chamber, and as you do so, the spider skids into, uh, into a wall. It spills over into the water and begins to sink. You are just on the edge of this, uh, of this watery region. Water falls softly from its side, cascading into puddles and ponds left behind by the whitewash. The overflow drifts quietly down the tunnels, leaving a light trickling sound behind it as it weaves its way free. Ten white and gold pillars, clearly crafted by artisans, hold the ceiling aloft and sink deep into an immense pool of water that crosses the centre of the cavern. As droplets of water fall, they tap and tinker against pieces of carved metal that extend from the columns and make melodies for the pristine air. Golden reeds curl around them or sway above them from the ceiling. Wisps of grey swirl above the water as it calms and slowly becomes still. A gentle reflection forms across its surface of glowing blue lights that shape the roof and fill the darkness with stars. Ooh, oh, wow. that is gorgeous. Oh, that's lovely. Gripping the chamber floor with bold stems, presumably required to hold their place against the consistent torrential pulses of water, oversized lily pads make stepping stones across the peaceful scene. In the distance, some of the fog swirls together in such a way as to appear like a giant door, the mist weaving and turning. And then a voice echoes towards you. Oh, I don't get many visitors. It's been quite some time, actually. The last one made so many promises, but still hasn't returned. And on the other side of the chamber is a snail, a giant one, at least for a snail, but even for you. Uh, larger than you all, its shell is covered in barnacles and rocks and the type of found objects you'd expect a scavenger with quite some time on its hands to find. Oh, okay, like he's got treasure on top of him and he's a collector. Uh, like the crab oh, in the cra- That's exactly what I was thinking of, the crab Shut in Moana. Uh, no, this is a brand new idea. Uh, oh, okay, it's like <laughs> the crab in Moana, except about. that it's a giant snail. Fine, snail. I'll sing the song. All right, it's now a musical. <laughs> moves slowly in front of the door on the other side. Come across. The lilies will hold your weight. It will be nice to meet you. It can get quite lonely here with only quackers to talk to. Rude little buggers, aren't they? <laughs> so across, uh, this, it's a quite a deep looking pool. The water is pushed through it every now and then, but slowly it starts to go still again. The, the lily pads reset. Uh, there seem to be rows of them, like three rows of two. Uh, and you have been welcomed across. What would you like to do? We're going to cross. Yeah, let's cross. I can't swim at the moment, so I'm pretty concerned, to be honest with you. Do I, I still have my? That might come up. <laughs> do I have my spider still? Uh, the spider started sinking when it came into this part. Oh, I'm damn. sure you could probably fish it out if you had. To. Yeah, but it won't float. Oh, never mind. I can teleport. <laughs> what do I care? That'd be easy. I can just freaking over there. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let the girls go first and see if they want to hop along the lily pads and if they don't die when they get across, I'll go over there. And if they get attacked, I'll go over there with them. Just say you're not going to teleport. You're going to wait for us to get over there. And if it's safe, I'll come with you. And if it's not, I'll join you to protect you. Either way, I'm coming with you. I'm just going to watch you go first. <laughs> uh, does anyone else have a guinea pig? That's really not on my uh, abilities. Really? You don't have a guinea pig now? No, I don't have a guinea pig. <laughs> <laughs> Turn into a guinea pig. Great. I'll do a rat if that's to your liking. <laughs> Uh, you could do, if you have a look at your list of things, uh, what's called a nature check. This is a room full of oh, lily pads. Okay. So we're trying to get you to see some other ways of using oh, yeah, their okay. skills. Yeah, okay, fair enough, fair cool. enough. So a nature check will let you look at at least the first two lilies and see if they can 
you can figure anything out about them. Um, what's everyone's nature check, so? Um, Mine's only plus one. I'm plus two. Two. Okay, you guys go for it. I'll s- no, we can all do it. Uh, 15 plus two, 17. Ditto. Two seventeen and Karine. Yeah, Kar- same. Karine, that's a one. Yeah. Uh, strangely, for a druid, you're like, I just don't like water. I don't like lily pads. I hate all this stuff. Uh, but the other two, you can tell because there's two lily pads you could probably get to first, and the one on the left looks slightly stronger, greener, something like that. It's not that the other one looks terrible, but I would give you advantage on your first jump to the first lily pad if that's what you wish to do. Right here. I'm going to use my acrobatics because I got um, plus six. Yeah, why not? To do jump some across. cute little flips and stuff. Yeah, All right, you can try jumping. and do some flips and unnecessary things to get over there. Great. Uh, five plus six, eleven. Uh, fortunately, this was an easy check. You only need to beat, beat an eight. Oh, great. So that's pretty easy. You can do an athletics check if you want because you're probably slightly better at that one. Yeah, plus five. This shouldn't be too hard. Yeah. As long oh, as you don't cool. roll a one or a yeah. two. Yeah, no, no problem, I won't. It's an Ooh, that's pretty good. So. Okay, you land firmly in the middle. Actually, you know what? It's another opportunity for you to do your superhero landing. So you land with you know the three-point stance, and, whoosh, and it doesn't even move. It's perfect. Yeah, great. Uh, the second leap is a bit more challenging because you're leaping from one of the lily pads to another one. There's a bit more give in the mission. Mm. Both potential landing pads, they look the same or similar, but this time they are further apart. Uh, give me a perception check to see if you can find an advantage. 13 plus 1. Oh, same, 13 plus 1. 14. 14. Uh, you notice a long reed dangling from the centre of the chamber hanging right over the reed on the right that you can see. You could probably imagine being able to leap over and swing across. Love that. Going uh, to do that. If you'd like to do that, uh, you can choose this time to do either an athletics check uh, or I think again an acro- acrobatics check on that one. Acrobatics would be with advantage. Yep, acrobatics. All right, let's see what happens. It's not good. <laughs> I got a seven and a one plus six, so so seven plus six. Hey, you only have to be twelve. You only have to be twelve. This is a fairly easy leap across. You should be fine. You scrape over. You think you're doing a really smooth move, and you grab onto the vine and swing through the air. I leap. Slip down a bit. And as you land, you go. I'm doing the hero landing as well, but your leg slips out from the side, and you almost go over into the water. Okay. All Not right. that cool. Uh, Karin, you're still an athletics check, though. No advantage for you. No advantage. No advantage. Unless you want to do acrobatics with advantage. No, I'm going to stay with athletics because so I'm plus five on that. And I've got a five, so ten. You did have to beat a twelve. Well, that sucks for everyone. That's that's not good. Uh, so let me just skip down to the what happens if the one falls in section. <laughs> Karin, uh, Karin, as you leap across the lilies, the feeling of warmth that you've been enjoying suddenly lurches free from your body. You see the ghostly apparition fly from your chest into the air and dive into the water, uh, glowing as it swims beneath. The action knocks you off balance and you fall into the water uh, rather than landing on the lily pad. What remains of that warm feeling, though, protects you from the icy cold. So you're in the water right now. But I'm feeling still a little bit warm and fuzzy. You know the water's cold, but because of that warmth you've okay, got, got, you yeah. do feel like you're handling it, but you probably wouldn't want to be in there forever. Uh, we might as well try and get um, Freya across the last leap pad, unless you want to jump in. I <laughs> What would you like to do? Yeah, I'm definitely going to have a, another crack. Acrobatics with advantage. Well, let's see. It's a little bit different. The third leap is a bit further away, and you're going to need to give me another nature check to see if you can figure out which lily pad's worth going to. 17 again, plus 2, so 19. Excellent. Uh, that was a bit harder, though. You needed to beat a 15. You did quite well. Uh, the pad, one of the pads looks a little unstable, a bit grey around the edges, uh, but uh, you choose the other one, obviously. Um, it's still pretty hard. It's a bit further away to jump to, so again, you have to beat 15. Yep. Uh, but acrobatics won't be enough. If you're trying to do a flip in the middle of this one, you're going to fall short. This is all about a f- pure athletics. You've got to leap as far as you can. Athletics. 
12 minus 1 is not above 15. It, it is not, no. Uh, okay, that's what happens to you. Freya, when you fall in, the water is ice cold. Uh, it's not too difficult to scramble across the, uh, to the out of the pad and get to the other side, but the water's temperature drains you and you're going to take a level of exhaustion, which you did last time. What that means is disadvantage on ability checks from now on. The good news is you've made it all the way across, so the ability checks that you would have been doing on the way would have been a disadvantage. Morrigan, uh, Karin's in the water. You are standing on one side wondering if anything happens. Freya is on the other side, and the, and the snail hasn't really moved, but it hasn't really changed anything. It's just looking towards her. Uh, what would you like to do? Is she, are, you, are you struggling in the water there, Karin? At this point, I'm I'm just like, I know it's cold, but eh, I'm still warm. So, I, I'll oh, from just, all the love. From all the love. Right. Which is a new feeling to me, apparently, so I'm really enjoying it. I just missed the lily pad and fell in. I don't think I'm too. I don't think I'm in any danger. You're still underwater at the moment. Remember, this happens really quickly, so it's only going to be. Oh, okay. It's fine. I think I'm okay. I think I'm just going to, like, I'll get out of there. Don't worry about it. Okay, well, in that case, I am just going to use my Misty Step um, level two spell to just pop on over to... um, How far does that let you go? uh, Up to five metres. Do I make it? No. So it'll get you to the second lily pad, but the third one was further away. Karin, in the water below, you notice something quite disturbing, quite frightening. Uh, Clearly through the crystal waters, thousands of bleached white bones, broken and stacked mixed without care along the bottom of the water. You notice the spirit swims to the bottom of the cavern and hovers over a single skull, shining its light across it, almost like it goes through it and vanishes. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to swim down and just check it out. I want to I swim towards the spirit. Can I yeah, do that? Yeah, you can follow it down. Yeah, Absolutely. I'm going to follow it down because it's, it's all having fast. It's not that deep that you wouldn't be able to hold your breath. And, and, and remarkably in D&D, you can hold your breath a lot longer than I think real people can. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's, it's what I'm going to do, though, is I've seen this and I'm like, interesting. And I'm going to follow my bliss because those ghosts give me quite a good feeling. But I'm just going to swim up first, take a nice deep breath. Right up, right up. I'm going to telepath to the girls like, I'm just checking something out, don't worry about me. I'm swimming down. I'm going to swim down towards this. I want to do a perception check. Uh... Before you touch it? Before I touch it. Okay, sure. Give me a roll. Just D20. Nice number one. It's a nice one. Uh, There are lots of skulls, lots of broken bones. (laughs) Uh, Color white. They are. I'm going to touch it then. I'm close enough to touch it. I'm just going to touch it. We've established this is something you do. But yeah, but I don't (laughs) want to touch it with my hand, so I'm going to grab my mare hand out and just poke it with that. All right. Absolutely nothing happens when you touch it with the mare's hand. Okay, so I put that back in my bag yeah. and I'm... So you think, what a useless hand. Just think. All you're good for is poking holes in spiders. <laughs> this is stupid. Why do we keep this? Small fish are starting to nibble at the edge. Yeah, I think, ah, uh, no, I just shake them off like, no, maybe not, they could come in useful. And then I, I reach out and I want to t- I'm going to pick up a skull. Okay, as soon as you touch the skull, you feel a sharp pain behind your forehead. Hi, I'm Martin, and I play the last moments of Derisan Sadel. It comes from somewhere deep within. The pain, the questions, the loss. I watch the flames consume their sins and destroy us for our thoughts. Dark wisps remain where lives once sung, where families claimed a home, and all to hide what once was done to those who chose to roam. And now I kneel before the hand that turns the world to ash. They took from me my right to stand, and I became the latch. Okay, so that was a skull of Darrison Sidel. 
So my question is, he says he kneels before the hand that turned the world to ash. So is that the person who's done this? Is that what that means? Yeah, he's he's been in front of somebody. Perhaps it's not even one person, but because this is a room full of bones, uh, it could be a number of people. Uh, when you when you imagine it, or when it comes across to you, it feels like he's just been forced to his knees, and somebody kills him, uh, which is very similar to the memory you had last time. And so when we say to hide what was done to those who chose to roam and they're punished for their thoughts. I, I have questions about all of this. Yeah, I figured you would. So why are you punished for your thoughts? Who's reading your mind? Who? Would, what does it mean to roam? If you chose to roam, is this my people? Yeah, I've, I can sense there's a, ma- I can see there's a massacre. And this is another one. Yeah, okay, so th- there's been massacres all over of my people. Okay, I want to know whose hand this is. I want to know who's doing this. A uh, silver gauntlet with a white a white strip or something something white was oh, on it yeah. um, and this again another person referring to that hand before their face so yeah okay so I've got very big questions about this gauntlet and this hand i got questions about him becoming the locked door and the latch so, like the latch what's that mean to be the latch obviously I feel like he's a metaphorical latch <laughs> But him saying he became the latch, yeah, there could be any number of reasons he would say that. Okay, so it's the same person that's going around slaughtering all my people. Obviously, we're being wiped out. I think you're starting to realise just how rare you may well be. Yeah, I'm starting to see that I haven't got much going on for me in terms of my people. Like, there, there's not many left. We'll be your people, girl. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. If you could just cast an illusion spell to make you all look like bears, that would be <laughs> real helpful just from time to time. Uh, do you want to swim back to the surface and get out of here? Yeah, so I know that now and I'm just going to – I'm actually going to kind of – up. I'm just going to be like, arms up and I'm going to gloriously come out of the water. My hair, <laughs> I'm going to shake it. My long pink hair is going to shake and the girl's going to be like, she get prettier? <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Uh, we have one problem left, I guess, at this stage. That Morrigan is almost okay. all the way across and that is the largest one to j- jump across. Misty Step wouldn't work anyway. Can I use the fire to propel myself on? You are not Iron Man. We have discussed this before. No! <laughs> <laughs> Can you throw me your axe and I can use that as a paddle? So I'm actually just going to whip my axe out. I'm going to cut the lily pad closest to me because I've now gone down to the bottom. I've come up. I'm like, whew, that was something. So then I'm going to axe the stem away from the lily pad. I'm going to crawl on top of it and I'm just going to start paddling with my axe because it's actually quite a good shape for that. All right. So you're pushing across and push up the side and now everyone gets off and you're standing before a giant snail. Now that you stand on this opposite side of the chamber, you can see that there's a mighty door that looked as though it was formed before on the other side by the mist and cloud, but it's actually just a giant wooden door. And I mean giant. It dwarfs even the giant snail and is lined across its centre from side to side by a huge bar of wood accommodating a series of holes, 13 you count, each larger than a head or a melon. The snail slides towards you. My name is Starker. My wife and I... Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa. Pump the brake, snail. What was that about Shataka? That is my name. You got a nickname? Shataka. Say it again, doll. It's Shataka, but you call me Shataka if you wish. There's no I in it, but thank you for making my name Shataka. What brings you here, little ones? The spider boat. Yeah, that brought us here. Yes, spider boats. I've heard much about them. This is the first time I've seen someone inside a spider on the waves. Some people would have built a raft out of materials available to them, but not us. Well, a whole bunch of material recently came through the tunnel. I've collected so much of this, the wood and rope. Here's a boat I built earlier. (laughs) (laughs) 
What are the little ghost things? Oh, you've seen them. Well, this is the last resting place of a once honored people. I came here long after they were taken. Massacred, I believe. At least, that's what they say. Every now and then, over decades and centuries, they share their stories with me. So I stay, and I listen. Oh, aren't you a sweetie? Yes. And I give him a little scratch under his snail chin. That's not comfortable for us. <laughs> <laughs> That's where we keep our testicles. <laughs> so when you say stories of this, this war and these people, what people are you talking about? Oh, these people are called the Kalashtar. Were they druids? Some were. Some were. They had many, many jobs. Why were they here? Do they live here? No, I believe they were brought here. They don't speak much about the day, but they do tell me who they were. Were they brought here to die? Dying or dead. A long time ago. Or at least I think it was a long time ago. Time is strange here. Do you want to start with this latch business? Was it, do you know of any metaphorical latches? I spoke to a skull down there. Kinda. What would it mean to be a latch? I thought you would know, little one. Yeah, it's been a rough week. When you are ready, you will know. But you are not the only one trying to find out. Who else is trying to find out? The last person who was here. He said he was a merchant. But I no longer believe that. He tried to pass the door, but... Of that, he knew nothing. Could we have a crack at the door? Many have tried. When you are ready, you will find your way... I'm ready. No. No, you are not. I am the guardian of this place. And whatever lies within has been building for a long time. I see dark souls dragged beyond the doors. Hundreds. Thousands. More each day. I will not let this door open easily. Where are we? Oh, well, this is the heart of the gods, or at least it was. The mighty god Elas rests here, and you, you're inside it, little one. These the beating chambers of a god loved no more. At least that's what they say. No more than a myth, of course, but a pretty one nonetheless. I've been here for a very long time. Why have you been there for so long? Now I am here because I am too large to leave. And I have nowhere else to be. Oh. Many years ago, my wife and I moved here. As you can see, it is beautiful. We grew. A merchant came, and he said that he would help us. Well, he helped my wife, but he did not return for me. And I outgrew the hole. Oh, that's so sad. Is there any way we can help you? Is there something we can do to help you? You could certainly help me find my wife. Yeah, we'll find your wife. Oh, I so hoped you would say that. I have payment, of course. Karim, would you share your backpack with me for a moment? I'm going to look at him hesitantly. And I'm just going to be like... Please, trust me. Trust me. Okay. So I'm going to hesitantly take my backpack off. Yep. I'm going to stare him dead in his weird little beady eyes that he does. And I'm like, I'm looking at him. I'm not even breaking eye contact. I'm like, okay, I'm watching you. 
I'm just going to drop it in front of him. He slides his body over it. Ew. Uh, completely covering it. And he seems to freeze for a moment as though he's deep in thought or concentrating on ignoring pain or something along those lines. It can be extremely difficult to read the face of a snail. <laughs> <laughs> and he slides back from the now very slimy backpack. Sorry, but I think you'll find it's worth it. Your bag is now connected to me. Whatever you place inside it will be placed inside my shell. You can carry it as though it has almost no weight and you can retrieve anything from inside it as well. Now, I've never tried this next bit, but if you were to yell your needs into the bag, I may be able to hear the echo from within. I have many more items that I may be able to send your way. Alright, so now you have something called a backpack of holding. And in D&D, a bag of holding is this little bag and you can fit way too much inside it, like the inside of the TARDIS, that sort of thing. So you can put heaps more in it. Uh, so now you can put things inside that and retrieve them, but you can also call out into the backpack. And if you can, can hear you... Can we do that whenever we want? You can try to do it whenever you want. No, as in like, if we're like, we've left the snail and we've carried on. Yeah. Could we be like, oh shit, need... Been collecting for a long time. Who knows what he's got inside? Some snacks. And snacks is fit. Yes. <gasps> now, Karin, take this golden braid. It is part of a set. I give you this item because I can see you have known great love. It will entwine around the one she carries. Uh, and he passes his rather large rope to you, and it shrinks down and wraps around your wrist. It will remind her. Remember to give it to her freely and quickly, for she will not be pleased it is no longer with me. Now, Freya... The lost one. It's in your eyes. Take this book. It can serve me no more. It may help you find your way. Think of it as a travel guide. Just say the name of a place, and I'm sure it will have been there. Give it a try. Do you remember any of the places you've been to? Yeah. Hi, I'm Elsie, and I'm the voice of the Hitchhiker's Guide to Kaylee. Please state the precise name of your destination. Catalidian Sea. Welcome to the Catalidian Sea. <gasps> Cold, wet, dangerous, deep. Like the stuff that lives here, except the Queen. No one thinks she's deep. She's all kinds of shallow. Not a great place for a swim. This is cool. So this is the book that you can rely on to tell you about places if you remember to ask it. Morrigan, take this chain. The chain seems to come from the side of of the shell. He thinks it's just a chain, but attached to the chain seems to be a pocket... I think they could have pocket fob or pocket watch or something along those things, but it is broken. I've always wanted one of these. <laughs> you show this to my wife, she will know that I sent you. Did it stop at a very important time? Time stops for everyone at an important oh. time. Oh, thank you. That's so sexy. And wise. <laughs> Come on, the water will rise again soon. This may be a bit uncomfortable. Get in. Oh, I knew you were going to say that. I've got no problems. I'm just like strutting up because I've, I've been... <laughs> Straight in. I've been so... I've been in a spider. I've been so many animals. I've had a ghost inside me. So I'm like, what's... <laughs> How bad could it be? Where do we get in? Uh, you slide between the snail and the shell. Oh, we're running out of time, everyone. Don't worry about the slime, there's plenty of room inside. As you climb inside the shell, you slide past the snail's slime as it coats your skin, and you pop through into his shell. 
but instead of finding more slime and flesh, it feels instead as though you are hovering in an endless space. <gasps> now you are part of a wild collection of objects, hundreds, perhaps even thousands of items, keys, shoes, coins, rings, clothes. He's like a hoarder of rare antiquities that each find their way inside this magical shell. But before you can explore them, the slime begins to have another effect. You find your mind slipping into a strange subconsciousness. Oh. As this takes over you, Karin, would you like to tell us what's going through your mind? It's the sheet that I gave you. What's going through your mind? It's a bit of a, let's just say, the slime is forcing its way into your mind. It's a bit of a psychedelic trip. I see one face, one face. Another, 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 another. Hundreds of faces flickering in and out, all of them staring. And faster, 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 faster. faster, faster. Flickering faster, mouthing words, the silent plea, find us, find us, find us, find us, find us, find us, find us beneath the fists of metal and white. Uh, Morgan, uh, you have a bit of a, a trip as well. What, what happens to you? I feel an uncomfortable warmth. Thick liquid surrounds me or surrounds what there is of me. Murky, browns, deep reds, a cauldron of dark creation, a birthplace of filth. I feel incomplete, broken, like limbs unformed or separated. And then, merged as one, I rise from the primordial muds. Free. Freya, what goes through your mind as the slime takes over? I see huge hands, and I'm reaching for something, always trying to find it, always just out of reach. It doesn't matter how big my hands get, I just can't reach what I want. I stretch and I stretch. I beg, I plead, but I can't get there. I can't save her. Mum. I hate that so much. (laughs) Oh my god, I got goosebumps. I'm sad for yours. Uh, so the slime has this uh, psychedelic effect on you. It makes you experience something a bit unusual. I can't tell you how much of what you've read is true. I can't tell you whether you've even got pieces of each other's story or any of that sort of stuff. Uh, but some of it rings true and some of it doesn't. It's psychedelic. This is not like the memories where they're real. This is... You know what's so bad about this? When I was little, I used to have a dream that mum was on a train carriage and the train was going and going and I could never catch her and I had that repeat at dream constantly I utterly hope you didn't tell me that one did I I did tell you oh that's it I was like this is a dream this is a dream I'm having I can see it (laughs) on a distant balcony stands a woman bound in majestic robes and a heavy coat to fend the eye of the wind layers of silk furs and rare weaves of wool billow in waves of discord The air here is cruel, bitter. From this castle ledge, this tragic queen beholds the land below, a place she does not call home. The workers grunt in unison, hammers chip away at stone, lambs bleat on parched soil. The glorious sounds of progress, my dear, says a king, his metal gauntlet coming to rest on the fur that shields her shoulders from the icy blast. She flinches. Another sound finds its way, a sound for her alone. Her eyes ignite, stare to the horizon, but bleak realization again deadens her gaze. We have duties, my queen, commands the king, his voice lingering on the word my. The gauntlet tightens, and the wind falls silent. 
Outside the shell, you hear torrents of water as the snail makes its way through the tunnels. The great snail finally comes to rest in yet another huge chamber. This is it, little ones. I cannot get you further. You emerge slowly from the shell, wiping the slime from your clothes. Corinne, can you roll a d20 for me? We're going to find out whether your issue with drugs is going to have an impact. 15. For this situation, you resist the urge to collect some slime <laughs> to have later. <laughs> Every time now there's drugs yeah. involved, you're going to really be... really sort of sniffle shade. <laughs> uh, so your eyes adjust slowly to the new area. Uh, it is a dark chamber, darker than the others. Dead. There is light, but not much from the creatures on the cavern floor as before. Now it comes from what appears to be a tiny hole far off in the distance at the top of the cavern. An extraordinary distance, easily hundreds of metres. The light drifts and weaves towards you like a beacon of hope, but erratically. The light comes through the hole where the god was stabbed. At least that's what they say. He looks back startled. Something is scurrying nearby, something larger than anything else you have seen. There's no more time. I'll hold her back for a while. Leave before she wakes the rest. Looking up, you see a dot of light in the far distance. A chance to escape, and then the scurrying grows louder. Are we really leaving him behind? Yeah, well, he can't come. Can't he ditch his shell and just become a slug and fit through the hole? Oh, my shell means everything to me. More than your wife? More than your wife? And also, it still can't fucking fit. Leave me alone. Oh, right. both like, oh, really? <laughs> yeah. um, okay, so you're in this chamber, and the light above you, it's a long way away, but it looks like if you were shining a torch over a hole but moving the light backwards and forwards, so it's not staying in one space. Like a spotlight so, on a stage. Yeah, it's flicking around, and it's not staying in one place. It's crossing over and over again. Uh, give me a perception check and see if you can figure out what's wrong with the light. Is it a lighthouse light? I've got a seven. Definitely not. Uh, for you, all you can tell at this stage, Karin, is that something seems wrong with the light. It's too fast and flickering almost. Okay. 12. 18. The 12. Uh, the light emanating from the hole above is, at first, wildly irregular, like a fan spinning in front of it. But then you notice there is a pattern. Brightness, dusk, moonlight, darkness. <gasps> all in just a brief moment. Morrigan, you notice uh, when you see that it's not just flickering, it's the sun and the moon flashing by at extraordinary speeds. Oh, wow. Full brightness, a light dusk, the moonlight and the night, all in just a moment, all in just a few seconds. Hey, girls, that is, that's time passing. I don't know if we're literally frozen in time here and it's moving so quickly outside of us, but that is literally the sun setting, rising and over and over again. I thought there was something off about that light. Oh, my God, are we ageing with it, Morgan? I don't, you guys look the same as when we came I in. I hope not. You look more youthful. I did get Botox recently. Can't see any emotions from her face at all. So. It looks great, though. Thank you. You're looking at it for a long time and she gives you no expressions because her face is very Botoxed. <laughs> With the swinging light, the holes in the wall are clear. Giant furry bulbs writhe within. That's just for you. That's big spider bums. <laughs> Occasionally, the cross legs of rested spiders become clear in a glint of light as they spill loosely from pockets in the rock. Oh, fuck. Now, while I am trying to paint you a picture of I'm this... Seeing um, it. <laughs> I'm seeing it. I'm feeling it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I did some research, you know, the sort of research that Dungeon Masters mm. uh, have to do when you're checking on this. I had to read about whether spiders sleep. You may not want to know the answer. This is actually creepy. The line I uncovered when I was trying to find out whether spiders sleep... Um, do your best not to picture this. Spiders don't sleep the way we do because... 
They crawl inside our mouths overnight. Because <laughs> they've got you work to do. They've got spiders in your no. lifetime. Spiders don't sleep the way we do because spiders don't have eyelids. Ew. Oh, oh that's so fucked so up. So how do they sleep? <laughs> well, I don't know what's worse. If they did have eyelids, can you imagine a hundred eyes blinking at once? Oh! So. But also, how do their eyes stay lubricated all the time? Yeah. I said they just roll around in the back of their head. I said before, spiders are moist. Ew. Oh, okay, you did say that, yeah. Oh, yeah. now I have my eyes feel un- unrealistically dry. Okay, how do you want to leave this chamber? I'm going to turn into a giant spider and then I'm just going to crawl out. That seems like a fairly logical, logical idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, that does make sense. That does indeed make sense. Corinne has a solution for how she's going to get out of this. Wait, are you taking us with you? Is it, oh, I, Hold on. Corinne, why have you turned into a spider? Is your plan to just leave us and live with these guys? I'm going to turn giant spider. <laughs> you wanted to say that again, don't you? You did get that one. Oh, sorry, did I not say that one? That one, you, that one you slurred a little bit. That was a good one. Oh, shit. I'm <laughs> sorry. a little bit. <laughs> but it was like one of these ones you went, I'm going to turn a giant spider. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I want to do it. I'm going to do it. Karin puts her handbag on the ground and goes, I'm just going to dance around my handbag. Well, I throw my backpack down. Yeah. I'm going to do it. Do you guys dare me to do it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do it. I, I'm going to turn to a spider. Now, I know that Freya is crazily afraid of spiders. She just can't deal. Despite the fact that she would know it's me, she's very freaked by the idea. What I'm going to do is crawl up to the very top. I'm going to shoot a web down. I'm just going to ask you girls to grab on and I'm just going sh- and, and to shoot my web back up. This is genius. So she doesn't even have to touch the spider. <laughs> I don't want to touch it. <laughs> no, on this one, we are definitely going to see if that freaks you the fuck out. Yeah, I think it will. <laughs> You'll just hear this. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, shut up, I'm trying to concentrate. <laughs> Can you web her mouth shut? Oh, please yes, do. That'll I... make it better. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have Freya, to find a way to touch it. you don't it. even have to touch the web. I'll carry, I'll hold you, I'll touch the web. Mm-hmm. She's got us. Mm-hmm. Can I give myself a minor illusion? Of a happy place. <laughs> you can try and confuse yourself by your own illusion. Usually when people cast an illusion, it's not to fool themselves. Okay, but hold yeah. on. Yeah, hold but on. I, I I've got one. spells that can cast an illusion. Yeah. I can do a minor illusion on it's her as a gym rope. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Can I block my ears? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so if you... Right, what we're doing right now is uh, Freya or Indy playing Freya has blocked her ears so she won't be able to hear what the illusion is. Morgan, what How are complicated can I make this illusion? It's a minor illusion. <laughs> okay, so like, could I change like two things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I want the the web itself to look like a rope, and I want her to see uh, someone at the top of this tunnel pulling this rope up that she loves and trusts. Hanging down from the top of this uh, tunnel now is a rope. Can you roll? I'm going to go for an intelligence check to see if you actually believe this. 13 plus 2, 15. You absolutely believe this is a rope. You're not questioning that at all. And in the distance, you can see somebody lowering it down. Uh, A human, not one of these two. Someone different to what you expected to see. Can I please climb up the rope? We've made the assumption, of course, that Karim went past everybody without all these other spiders without getting any of the attention. I think it'd be bad luck to think that you didn't do so, but Karin has turned into a spider, climbed to the top of this tunnel, dropped girl. down a rope, wink, uh, <laughs> dropped down a rope, uh, which Morrigan has climbed. Did you say you were going first? 
No, I'm sending Freya first. Freya starts going up first. Okay, as you're going up, you can start seeing the person who is holding the rope at the top. Uh, it's your father. Oh. What does he look like? What does he look like? Freya, just ask what he looks like. Um, tall, dark hair. No, you need to ask what he looks like. Let's just grab oh, what he's no, like. No, you can, you can absolutely Oh, you can make him up? Because I haven't invented him yet either. Oh, great. So, so what do you think he looks like? Tall, dark hair. He's a bit rugged in the clothing. Um, like... <laughs> I reckon his nose would be slightly wonky. Just a little bit, like just a little bit off there. Are you describing Corey? You <laughs> <laughs> started pointing at me halfway through. I'm a, yes, I'm uh, a lot older than hair, you. A little bit of gristle on the beard. Yeah. Broad shoulders, about six foot three. These are rubbish. Wow, the first person you could think of who was old enough to be your dad, and it was me. That's, that's magnificent. <laughs> Colourblind. <laughs> <laughs> Just as a weird factor thrown in. I can see from here he's colourblind. Corinne, <laughs> uh, uh, you pull your spider body to the top of the hole and you find yourself on the side of a mountain dwarfed by even greater peaks. The light has almost faded, but you can still see the growing moonlight reflecting across the untouched snow. Behind you are mountains of extraordinary beauty, snow-capped and jagged, pushing through the clouds themselves as the first stars make themselves clear. As your um, spider legs reach the top of the tear in the earth, a sharp pain strikes you. Hi, my name is Matt, and I play the dreams and terrors of the magician Taldornis. They wait, instead, for the sun to rise before they lock my mother to the earth. I see it again. Weakened in the light, distraught by her loss, she submits to their fears and sighs as a bolt from the sun pierces her chest. It rips a cavern in her godly frame. She falls and the living is replaced by the rigid, a mountain range of granite and rock, still reaching desperately towards her love. And my father hurled fire from his stars. The light from the new god, the new sun, kept them apart. His madness grew. I see it again. A spear of light destroys her heart and tears away his mind. And again, they die before my eyes. They lied to me, mother. They did not bring light. They took darkness. But I will raise you, mother. I will feed you souls. And I will find you, father. I will bring us home. Whoever read that is phenomenal. Yeah, they did well. They did so well. He has a sexy voice. Who is that? That's Matt, another another listener. <laughs> well, Matt smashed it. Yeah, he did well with that one. But also, like the old Fiji souls, mother. Yeah, like, I was like, oh. is that the person who killed Corinne's people, or are they is he part of? I, I, it's, it's. Yeah, I think you're starting to get real close to. There it is a bunch episode. of souls floating in that mountain. That's what I mean. I was like, yeah. is he feeding the souls to what? What's, who's the mother? The mother? Who's the mother in the mountain? Like, she's still reaching. The granite becomes granite. They're like a god or something. The mother and father it are separated, like though. That. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so the mother's being killed in some way, but he's got to feed her souls to kind of keep her living. Huge spear of light that ripped through her. But the her. father seems separated from her. Like, the, he says the father shot down something from the sky. He's a magician. 
He's fucking pissed by the sounds of it. He's out for vengeance. His mother has been tortured. He's going to feed her soul, so he's magic, so he can do that. Oh, so many excellent questions. Thank you. But right now, Freya is the one who needs an answer. <laughs> Before you was a giant spider. Moments ago, that was your father. Aww. A rather oddly attractive <laughs> who transformed before your very eyes. Mm. At this point, I'm going to freak out, I think. I'm going to get my uh, sword of deception and I'm going to try and stab it. <gasps> Do I know it's Karin? Oh. No, you don't. <laughs> All right. Um. A lot of things just come out of that. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God is right. Um, let me try and summarise the situation. Thank God. Below you in the hole, Stalker the giant snail is backing into his tunnels, fighting something who knows what. Giant, spidery, probably. Find her, little one. Find her. Halfway up the tunnel, Morrigan, you are dangling by Karin's <laughs> spider webby thing. And, and watching as uh, Freya pulls her sword out to attack it, possibly even chopping the very no, no. thread you were dangling by. Can you call out to her? Freya, the spider in front of you has just turned in... No. Your dad has just turned into a giant spider who is Karin, but you don't know that, and so you've decided to attack her with the Sword of Deception. Karin, you have got some voice in your head with this heavy breathing and all this other stuff, and it is now echoing through the valley, and everyone else can suddenly hear that sound as well. The breath echoing everywhere and that breath gets louder as it reverberates through the valley until suddenly all of you can hear the loud roar of an avalanche. Don't worry about them. I'm sure they'll be fine. It's just a sudden ending. It happens all the time. So maybe there's danger or just a clever line. But don't worry about them. I'm sure they'll be fine. Right?